Welcome to The RAS Life, a podcast by RAS Extension. Hi, I'm Charlton. And I'm Harriet. And we're Extension Officers for the Australian RAS industry. Each week, we'll bring you a conversation that's connecting growers with research, technology, and best practice. Today is the first episode of our In Conversation from our Women in RAS Network. Because today is International Day of Rural Women, we thought it would be great to sit down with some of the women who are involved in our Women in RAS Network and chat about their involvement in the RAS industry. My first guest is Sunrise Board Member Gillian Kirkup. Gillian, thanks for joining me for this In Conversation. It's lovely to see you again. If you could just introduce yourself to our listeners and give us a bit of a detailed overview of your involvement in the RAS industry. First of all, thanks for having me. Lovely to chat. I've actually been involved in the rice industry pretty much all of my adult life, but maybe not in the way you might think. I started uh, with a job with Sunrise, fresh out of uh, school. As a, it was actually the best job in Leeton as a computer programmer. I ended up staying and working for Sunrise for over 18 years. But during that time, I moved around the company working in uh, five, to, five to six different areas. But what that did do, that really allowed me to understand the company. I was a programmer, I went into project management, business analysis, and probably the most interesting in the end was um, in a cost management accounting role, where I would actually go out to the different business units and explain the management accounts to them and then they'd be able to present them to the board. So it was a really good grounding for the rice industry. You have certainly had a long involvement with Sunrise, but also at this time you and your husband Barry became rice farmers in your own right. During this time Barry and I uh, took over the family farm and rice growing was obviously a, a really important part of the farming system. After leaving Sunrise, I became involved in the Rice Growers Association. I was involved in um, organising the 75th Annual Conference for the Rice Growers Association. So it was the first time that we moved away the annual conferences from the local area. We went down to Cooma and we did the, the bus tours and the gala dinners and everything. It was the first time that was ever done. I was then involved in a, a program called the Cost of Production for Rice. It was a benchmarking program. And I pretty much sat at most of the kitchen benches of the Griffith, Leeton and Collie farmers. And we entered their rice statistics into a, a program. And that helped the company understand how rice was growing, the pluses and minuses, and, and as, as I said, a, a benchmarking program. But it got me to meet all the farmers, pretty much. So I understood how their businesses were working and they got to know me. So that was a really, really big positive for later in my life. I also helped RGA write their first OH&S uh, toolkit for the RGA members. At that time, it became really apparent that the rice industry and farms in general needed to really take farm safe, safety seriously, but farmers didn't know how to do that. So RGA really helped farmers get on top of it. I became the Yanko branch secretary and a central executive member. So it culminated in that I was involved in the rice industry pretty much in every way. And the biggest honor of all, when uh, nearly 16 years ago, I was elected to the rice marketing board and the Sunrise boards. That is such an extensive involvement. I guess I never really understood how long you'd spent at Sunrise and get 
the brick, like the breadth of things that you've seen in that time. It's really amazing. I'm even more interested. You touched on the RGA and the conference. How did you guys decide to move that away from the local area? Was that a big decision? Yes, it was huge. It was actually the 75th anniversary of um, the RGA um, and they wanted to celebrate it in, in something completely different and really make a big deal of it. And how I became involved is the concept was, well, we're going to do a tour. We're going to follow the, the water system, the irrigation system, and we're going to vi visit the snowy scheme and culminating in, in Cooma where every, everything, I suppose, is the hub. But it was a really big project. RGA people didn't have enough help. So that's why I became involved. It was the best thing and it was such a huge success. It was five busloads, five different tours, guest speakers. It, it really is, was the foundation of what they do now. You have been on the Sunrise Board and the Rice Marketing Board for a long time. Has that been a good experience and have you enjoyed it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It really... I'm really passionate about the rice industry. I was also uh, a member of the right of Murrumbidgee Irrigation uh, Board for 16 years. To put it bluntly, if you've got a great irrigation system, you've got a great rice industry, and I can be part of that, how better to spend your life working is probably what I'm going to say. You see the, evo the evolution of the rice industry through being on those boards. You play a really big part in making it work. There's nothing more satisfying than, than being able to do that. It would be very satisfying sitting on both board and also being a grower because you get to see the engagement, the interaction and how that's moving forward as a company too. Earlier today, I interviewed Emily Fashion and she's just beginning in the rice industry. For someone like her, and there's a lot of other women slowly putting their hands up to be on the board, do you have any advice for them? Yeah, I do, actually. And, and it's really interesting because I've never thought of myself being a woman in a man's world is probably what I'm going to say first and foremost. But a lot of other people do. I suppose looking back, why have I succeeded and why have I been able to do it? The simple answer, always come with a solution to a problem, not a complaint. No use complaining. Then don't blame others if you don't succeed. You, you're, you're a person in your own right and you need to be confident and you need to uh, work with others to make, have success. And it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. It, it really just is how you do it best. For me, for me, be interested, involved and put your hand up. Um, as you can see through my career, the first job I had was actually not as a computer programmer with Sunrise. I was a data entry person, but I never actually got to do it. But I put my hand up for the position because I wanted to work for the rice industry. So get your foot in the door. It might not be a first dream job, but everything you do counts and leads to your next step adventure and, and eventually your dream. I'm sounding a little bit over-enthusiastic, but that's that's sort of how I've always been. There's, there's an end goal and there's many ways of getting there. I definitely do agree with getting your foot in the door in the rice industry. I, I've learned since I've been with rice extension and before that having an interest and having that family connection has definitely been a draw card for me to want to get involved and give back, I think, because of what the rice industry can give people it's really valuable and the support of the industry is something that I haven't really seen in any other industry it's that family bond I think. You asked what do I love about the rice industry 
I think it's I think it's a really unique industry from my exposure. Everyone wants others in the industry to succeed. I haven't seen that. Usually it's competition. And in this industry, we, we're like an extended family. I don't know about others, but I'm really proud to be part of a worldwide Australian food company, which we own a little small part of. It, it comes out in so many ways. We've got cutting edge R&D, we've got holistic farming principles, and we most of all support our regional communities. To me, that's that that just sums up the, how different the rice industry is to many other agricultural industries. I couldn't agree with you more. I think the rice industry, it's very community focused about what it gives, but what the community gives to the rice industry too, it's that two-way supportive street, which seems to work very, very well. And it's encouraging to hear, you know, your experience from it and hopefully through that and sharing it, we can get other people you know, wives and partners who aren't quite confident that they would be able to contribute anything. Hopefully they will start to put up their hands. What's really interesting about that comment is most people think you have to be the farmer. And when I say farmer, there's this belief out there that you actually have to put the, the grain in the ground and plough the, the paddock. Well, I don't. When Barry and I first moved out to the farm, I actually said to him that I would go out and earn a wage to pay for the workmen because my forte was not actually farming and and working my forte was not working for Barry it was working with Barry I think of women in agriculture in so many other ways in our farming business I run the accounts the books Barry and I run a plan together he explains to me what he wants to do and how he's doing it that works really well you've got so many women that uh, are responsible in the so many women that are involved in many other parts of agriculture, which just isn't farming. It's the, it's the big picture of farming and agriculture. And um, I think that's what people forget. And for me being on the board of Sunrise and Rice Marketing Board, I bring a different dimension. It's, it's not the farming dimension as in the physical planting. It's the business dimension. It's having had another career and you bring the focus and the abilities of another career to the board. So that brings diversity of not just being a woman, but your other previous working experience. And that cannot be underestimated. No, I think you're exactly right. What you bring to it is it's not so much about working physically in your business, but you are there as a partner working on your business, bringing that other skill set. I think a lot of people forget that or don't quite understand that it's just as important as being the person who sits on the tractor and puts the rice in the ground. So I really admire the way that you are very confident and the skill set that you have is just equally important as what Barry does in your farming business and that you view that the same, which I think is wonderful. And, and it's important for the rice industry too because our farms often use it use as a showcase because we're just outside of Leeton. And by both of us being involved in the, in the business, we can bring something different to when we show university students around, when we show ministers, overseas people, because we can give the whole picture, um, which, is, which is a great thing. I think that's really important and that's something in the RAS Extension team over the last two years we've run the Grow of the Year Awards and both of those winning farmers, the first year it was Peter and Renee Burke and this year it's Peter and Erin Draper, but they are very much a partnership within their own businesses and that's something that we've been very lucky the Rice Industry Awards have promoted that. The other thing that's really important, often the female partner uh, has another career, another job, 
but it doesn't mean she's not part of the rice business or the rice industry. As I just said earlier, that other role brings so much to the, the rice industry. It brings those outside businesses uh, skills that can make a real difference. And don't ever underestimate that. So we've touched on why you love the rice industry and obviously the importance and how you see being a woman in the rice industry, but today is International Women's Day. So what does that mean to you? Does that have a special meaning or does that resonate with you? I was lucky enough to travel to Madrid in Spain and attend the Third World Women's Congress in Agriculture. It was a week-long conference where people from, or women from all around the world came together to celebrate and talk about issues that women were facing. It, it was a turning moment for me because it made me realise that women around the world are the backbone of agriculture. It brought a focus to both the struggles, improvements, and in, on the sector as a whole, of how women are often the silent but the strong backbone of agriculture. The name itself was probably interesting because it was actually the third conference, but the um, developing world women took over the conference in many ways because they aren't allowed to own land, but they do most of the agricultural work. And there was a, an uprising at the time wanting to have a bigger impact. For the fortunate ones like uh, Australia, we don't have that issue and that problem. But what it did do is made us realise that we play a significant part in agricultural as well, where we often take it for granted that we're the silent partner, but we're not. We, we're actually an important partner in the agricultural system. Yes, it does have a, a very important connection for me. That conference, I guess the exposure and the experience you have with that does sound like it has left a lasting impression on you. Yeah, it has. And for more reasons than that, too, there was a group of 12 women went from Australia, from pretty much all around Australia. Uh, I'm not one of the best people to, to keep in touch with others once something's happened or over. But those 12 women, I would say six or seven of them keep popping up in um, agricultural areas and regions and things that I do. And I suppose you call it a network. Um, but we've all come out with the same view and our paths keep crossing. So that in itself was also important, not just the, the Congress, but the actual tour of the 12 uh, Australian women going to it. Yeah, that network that you've created has been a, a long-standing almost friendship that's developed out of that. Mm. Yeah, and also go to people. Um, sometimes when you want to know an answer or you need uh, to understand something, you feel quite comfortable to give them a call and they can give you some advice or, or point you in the right direction. It definitely sounds like it has been a valuable bond that you've built. In the rice industry, we have a network called Women in Rice. What importance do you think that plays and um, have you enjoyed being part of it? It's something that I wished I'd had when uh, I first started out, looking back. It, what it's doing is it, it really, to me, it allows women to understand, as I said before, you don't have to be the physical farmer, but you pay, play a really important part. It also is a good um, sounding board for other women to see what they're doing and to touch base and form that network and it's, it allows a growth path. I totally agree with you. That community of rice is definitely something special. And we are very fortunate that it does exist within our own industry. So thank you. Now, before we wrap up our conversation today, is there any last comments that you would like to leave with our listeners? 
I think the Australian rice industry is one of the best industries in the world for all the reasons we've mentioned before. It's that big, bigger family group. It's the cutting edge of agriculture for us. We can be really proud of what we do. And I think it can only continue to be stronger with the further involvement of women. And without the, the women recognising that they play a really important part, it, it won't continue to grow. That is a perfect sentiment to finish on. So thank you very much for joining me. And I do hope that in the next few months as we can start to travel, we will see you at some events. Be great to see you there too. Thank you. Thanks for listening for our very first In Conversation for the Women in Rice Network. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review or subscribe or share it to social media as this gives our podcast more exposure and we can share it with the wider industry. Keep an eye out in the next two weeks as we have more exciting conversations coming your way. Until next time, have a rice day.